0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we edge ever closer to Scotland's first Euro qualifier. Angus Gunn says he's known for a while he wanted to represent Steve Clark's side. Ryan Porteous is out to keep proving his doubters wrong if he gets the nod to play. And Mikel Lustig is full of praise for Ange Postacoglu and Callum McGregor at his old club. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. Things a bit quieter on the club front, Gordon, but heating up nicely on the international scene. We've got the debate of who's going to start in goals and two huge games just round the corner. First up, Cyprus, 110th in the world, followed by Spain, 10th in the world. So a bit of a gap in terms of rankings and standards. How are our boys going to handle it? And I wonder if there'll be many of those replica Scotland shirts in the crowd to support the team when the day comes. There's no chance the nation... The, 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 there's no chance the nation needs a second night this week of you trying to lecture <laughs> people on, on shirt prices. Yeah. For sure. I'm what to say. Let me just nip that in the bud. Aye. The show's only a couple of minutes in, and the stats coming out of this guy's been brilliant so far. Unreal. Rankings, brilliant, absolutely great. No, I'm with Mark. Um, it's all about the international um, scene this weekend, and obviously Tuesday, Spain at Hamden as well. But need to get by Cyprus. Big debating is obviously who's got to be in goals. Angus Gunn coming out and saying, yep, yeah, I always wanted to play with Scotland when England didn't take me. Um, and so I just wonder who Steve Clark will decide to go for. 01419511025. Maybe that is a debate that we can properly have tonight, if you so wish. Because, you know, we've, we've dipped our toe, haven't we? We spoke a bit about when um, Angus Gunn was given the call up and then we heard kind of brief comments. Um, from some other parties earlier on in the week But it's Thursday night This game is on Saturday Maybe it's time we put you on the spot And made you choose You have to pick one Who plays on Saturday Is it Angus Gunn? Is it Xander Clark? Is it Liam Kelly? Is it all going to be on current form? Are you holding anything against Angus Gunn? Because of his... Um, is a delayed call up if you like Why not get in touch and let us know 01419511025 If you if I make you pick one Come on here, tell us who should be Who should wear the gloves and why If you want to talk something entirely different Well the floor is yours, that's the beauty of these International breaks, is a bit more Of a blank canvas, if you've got any Club issues on your mind that you do want to Share, we're going to hear from Mikel Lustig, he's talking uh, about Celtic, his former club of course Ange Postacoglu, Callum McGregor Full of praise for them um, So if there's any club issues on your mind That you want to discuss Then it's the same number So come on 0141 951 1025 Maybe you sit there for the rest of the season And think oh this this, this VAR madness or it's, Everyone keeps phoning in And the momentum's building With this argument or that argument Maybe this is your chance Maybe you've never called before You've sat back quietly Patiently Waiting for a quiet moment To pick your time And this could be it Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale They're a great audience They really are They're very friendly Very welcoming So 01419511025 Whether it is Scotland Who should play in goal Is it Angus Gunn Xander Clark Liam Kelly Is it someone else uh, Are you holding it against Angus Gunn in any way About this call up business uh, Any club issues Please do um, If you want to phone and offer Mark Wilson a spot In the Celtic Legends team At the weekend By the way right. Still not had the call up No <laughs> No Not yet I've been but getting Inundated to, with messages I was going to say We need to nip this in the bud Because 
everywhere I'm going now people are just shouting <laughs> <laughs> you know being called up to the Legends game and I was at the golf range I was telling Daz with my dad yesterday bumped into a guy just in the way out the door you know playing that Legends game at the weekend and burst out laughing I was at a school the day teacher you know in that Legends game so it's just turned into a, a mockery of me Because did you see That Alan Thompson He tweeted He had a bit of a, a, bit of a dig On did social he? media You know oh, Basically like saying that. that He hadn't been invited And just all it meant People just kept Forwarding it to me And saying <laughs> See tell Mark Wilson he's, he's not the only one <laughs> Well he He would be deserving Let's be honest Of a place Having scored At Anfield When was that 20 years ago In that game Him and John Hartson You must have upset somebody Because hey, it, you, you look I, at I the squad Right uh, Look at the squad Some big big names there Yeah Certainly some big names Manager done Won every award Brilliant player Ex-manager um, Superstar of Celtic But Other players there Because this is the point no, don't, don't dig anyone out right? Name no, names no, I'm not right, I'll, I particularly I'll not like when Trevor names. Sinclair Turned out for Celtic Because <laughs> <laughs> I had Sinclair Eight in the back <laughs> Because listen Gordon Deal, As if you and I Would try and suggest That Mark Wilson's A Celtic legend Far from it My goodness We like to give this guy A hard time But in the present company I think we could have Got the boy a call up You know I don't know who picked That squad I really don't A lot of friends And family in there Obviously <laughs> well, There's the a lot of favours Getting Paul, done Paul Lambert's the manager And his assistant Is Tommy Boy too yeah, I've oh, grown up Five doors down For time <laughs> <laughs> and known them all my life And Wilson's not getting there's, pl- there's players in there Not even getting appearance This man, this man has scored goals Left right I don't right like talking about it. I'm not going anyway so the- don't, don't bother inviting me now They're actually dishing out invites To anyone who goes on the tour Of Celtic Park at the moment Simon Donnelly was in last night It was great to hear from him He's no, a, he is a legend 15 he's years older than you incidentally Do you and know, do you know something That's what I say to you right You've always got to watch Your friends in football You took Simon from the scrap heap And you gave him That big contract To Breakin As the assistant manager You gave him a tracksuit Everything Water bottle What happens He gets a pick He's working Inside Well you the... don't get to Bring a plus one Ah, oh, you've got to no, You've you got don't. to say What about my know, mate He's forgot about me No knees Wilson Come on. <laughs> I mean this guy would give you At least four and a half minutes Up and down that Exactly right hand side. I think the decoy runs eh? I do not know He's sitting in the office going, I didn't really want to play Anyway I'm like, sorry But I don't think You'll get the choice <laughs> <laughs> 01419511025 As always We often get distracted In here So my, my apologies But uh, get your thoughts in Whether it is Scotland Are you going to pick Your goalie for us tonight Are you saving that Till tomorrow um, why not do it right now No time like the present That's the real debate About the team isn't it Who plays in goal Why What about the Angus Gunn situation All of the above and more If you've got club football On your mind You can do that as well And it is of course The same number So do get in touch With these two And we'll have a bit of fun On here between now And 8 o'clock Andy is first up Andy is a A Rangers fan uh, How do you assess things At your club at the moment Then Andy Going into this This break What's on your mind Hi guys, how you doing? I, I tried going the other night after the the game. With the, you know, the, we lost two by goals, obviously, mm. in defence. And I wasn't too impressed with Kolak. I wasn't really. I mean, at half time, I'm screaming to take him and Sakala off. I know Sakala scored, so that shows you much I know. But <laughs> I just think, uh, no, we just need to tighten up in defence. Really, that's uh, that was two by goals I lost. Really, and then I was tired of real after the the producer. I was saying, does Motherwell not get any footballs because? That time that ball went into the camera thing. <laughs> you're going, 
Just get another ball and boy. Nah, listen, ball boy standards have slipped <laughs> since the winter oh, of yeah. 02 when I hung up my tracksuit, I must admit. <laughs> Those were the, the glory days um, of the ball return operators. Um, well, I don't think, look, it's, it's obviously Thursday. I don't think we need to go over the weekend in great specifics, but it's an interesting kind of bigger point than Andy is talking about Cholak because there's so much talk about Morelos and, mm. and, and, and now I see people questioning on social media it's one thing trying to assess right what are we doing with Morelos now but is, is Cholak the answer you know if, if it's not Morelos what would your answer to that question be um, I agree with Andy I didn't think he had a particularly good game but you can't judge somebody in just one game especially away from home um, he scored goals he's looked lively he's had his good days uh, I think he's a decent centre forward I think he can score goals but if you get rid of Morelos which I think Morelos will leave the building um, I'm sure that Michael Beale has got a target out there as a centre forward to bring he in. He said Cook. as much in January, didn't yeah. he? Even bef- I don't even know if it was. A, and I, I see, for instance, I don't know if you've seen the the latest club, and I do always sort of put these with the caveat that we've rhymed off so many, but now apparently it's Galatasaray for Alfredo Morelos. Mm. Things have changed now, of course, because he will be out of contract at the end, yeah. so you don't need to scoff and say, ah, who's going to put this big bid in? Because it doesn't doesn't need to be that anymore. Well, he's free, so he, he's free to go and sign with anybody he wants to agree a pre-contract if he likes. Um, so all the rumours, you know, they mean nothing, because if it was true and Morelos was interested, the deal would get done pretty quick. So in terms of Cholak... You know Is he going to carry Rangers Throughout a season Through a European campaign Through the Cups I don't know if he will he, He'll certainly score goals But uh, I'm with Daz mm. uh, I'm with Andy uh, Michael Beale's already said That they certainly need someone else To create competition yeah. Because if you take Morelos mm. out of that And you've got Cholak Who else has Rangers Roof. actually got? Roof ah, I mean Roof mm. You never see Roof Roof plays for a game He gets injured again Don't think he's the answer they need to bring someone else in Here's the thing though Andy I mean You're talking about Saturday there um, Ten days before that Rangers put in arguably The best performance of the season That was the calls that we were getting Away at Easter Road Cholak scores twice People are talking about You know we're seeing a, An insight into the future here Morelos is left on the bench Cholak's playing Adding a bit more to his game And then you know Ten days later You've still got your doubts So are you being unfair or have you always sort of had these concerns? Right. Well, by, I know by far that was a great, great, a great whole team performance, you know what I mean? But that, that's what I mean. I need to be doing we now right up, well, we need to get to this cup final right up to the end of the season. It's not just, you know, giving away two daft goals, two sloppy goals, and then some of the team, and even Ryan Kent, I mean, he never, I mean, that boy just needs to get shooting boots on because, again, he, can, he should be scoring a lot more goals for the end of So I'm just, it's just a consistency just now with Rangers, you know what I mean? I know we're still winning, but it's just you you want you want that kind of consistency every game now to the end of the season. I don't think any of this should come down to a moment within a game, good or bad, but the the one where Cholak goes through and really has to square it to fashion wow. Sakala mm-hmm. and then slices it into the old Mullerwell College yeah. end was Something Not that you would do. do Yes I wouldn't have You, you would have tunnel vision Of the goal And you wouldn't have squared that uh, either Yeah I, I believe that If you're a terrific striker You're a selfish striker That's my motto Always has been Always will be That's a great quote um, Tattooed on you uh, yeah. <laughs> By yourself uh, But 
Andy's Andy's picking in one game. Where I do. What is uh, the tattoo you've got that someone tattooed on you again? <laughs> yeah. You tattooed it on. Do you know yourself. yourself? Uh, it was go Go Remember it G-A-W <laughs> So it is Do you know I was thinking about that the day. You do it yourself I'm Or did someone else do it Oh no my mate done it. He, he'd a, he'd a tattoo It's funny shot. you should bring it up Because he's just taking his jumper off Right he And did. I can still see The remnants He's still got that bang I, 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 Anyway He anyway, did a tattoo shot But he wasn't very good Cholak Especially at 14 um, Yeah <laughs> 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 um, uh, Yeah I, I, Andy's gone in one game I do I, I do agree with him I thought that He's, he's flipping between defence And forward line there Saying you know Defence uh, losing the two goals against Motherwell, yeah, but I think the first goal's good play with Motherwell. Um, you've got to give them credit. I think second goal, obviously coming in there, it's they should do a lot better. But going back to the centre forward position, I think everybody would agree. It'll be, it'll be a real turnaround if Morelos stays at Ibrox next year. I think everybody's got it in their head that he's going to leave now in the summer. So you leave yourself when we were talking there. Cholak, I think, is a very good striker. Given the right service, I think he'll score you goals. Would he be your number one striker for the season? That's debatable. Ruth is always... I mean, it's you... extremely early, right? But mm. I did say it's international week. Things can be quieter. I'll ask a lot of you. Just as it stands now, without knowing who comes in or whatever, can you can you see Cholak being Rangers' main go-to number nine next season? No. No, no, I know. No, been harsh on the guy. Um, look, I think I think he's a great squad player for me. I think uh, playing certain games like uh, Easter Road, I thought he was terrific. I thought his goal, as uh, your first goal, uh, that he, he goes in front of defenders, are just a typical terrific centre forward run, a good goal, good finish. I think he's got his moments. I think he'll get better, but I think if Rangers are going to try and take that next step to. To kick on I think they'll need An R quality centre forward In there That's going to share the burden I, I, I think he could be The number one striker But I do I do think they need Someone in there As either backup Or to challenge yeah. him I mean that that's That's a guarantee isn't it yeah. Just in but terms I think of Numbers wise Better players Round about Now Ryan Kent Is the one that they often look To create for Cholak Sakala's done it You know in times When Beals come in But Is inconsistent I think if you get better players Playing in behind him And in and around him Then he, he doesn't really need to be that link player that everyone says he's he's not as good as Morelos as. You get him in the penalty box, you feed him, you, you you put crosses to him. One thing he's shown is he can finish and he can score goals. So for his first full season as a Rangers player, I think he could be pleased with with his return. But I think you, you need better players round about him to create more chances. It's hard to know, Andy, the list of clubs Alfredo Morelos has been linked with is extremely lengthy I mean it was Seville not that long ago that Michael Beale rubbished tonight It's Galat- up today it's Galatasaray so, you just going to wait to see it finalised do, do you pay much attention to these things anymore? Well no, it's hard to say I mean because I mean I've been on this for a lot of time I'm, a, I'm still a big Morelos fan and I still think he's got a lot to offer if he can just screw it up and stop taking, you know, as somebody said in the paper, they stop running and dummy at the tram. But, you know, but uh, if, he did, if he does go, um, I could agree with the boys, we definitely need another sort of top class centre forward. 
Interesting, thank you very much to Andy To kick things off on tonight's phone in It is 01419511025 If you'd like to join you can tweet as well But so far it's just offers for you Mark Wilson, Gary yeah. Quinn says They've got, got a bus leaving Cumbernauld Oh there you go, that's local Yeah, uh, find, says, out, find out much as I'll pay 8am Saturday, spare seat and a match ticket If Mark really wants to go with the Bertie oh, Old Boys Right, okay uh, And then John says uh, Hi Clyde SSB I'm organising a Dumbarton Legends game If Mark Wilson's looking for Ah oh, there you go <laughs> Thanks they I don't, don't play a full you. 10 games I know And, and you can mm. Take all the free kicks <laughs> Corners throw-ins Everything, everything. They, they promise you'll yeah, be the man that'd, anyway. be good, that'd be good That'd be good Go and support your club they give, the you a, they give you a chance When you were rock bottom so go and support him. <laughs> I was rock bottom. <laughs> I'll never forget the way my, my training kit was handed to me in a Tesco carrier bag. And I, I know that it? was just the way it was from the club secretary at the time. There well, you go, there's well, your kit. Other well, supermarkets are available. Well, one four one nine five one one zero two five. It's a good time to call. We'll get you on next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call zero one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here So 141951 Just to set your uh, tone on the international break See the 21s are in action at the oh, moment Just yeah. taking the lead against Sweden in spectacular fashion Dire Mabudi Yeah uh, Plays for Man City And it is a wonderful finish I must say Great You enjoyed goal. that didn't you mm. Fantastic goal Fantastic touch Great feet And what a finish it was Yeah I'll be uh, yeah, terrific. terrific. I'll be watching them on Sunday. I've got a game on Sunday. I'm I'm more than happy with it. I think Ooh. yeah, I more than happy. Yeah. What would you describe that as? Um, I'm going down the <laughs> terrific, terrific line. And just quickly, something that I do feel is important to elaborate on because we got very distracted before the break, and you were telling us. Um, well, I put you in the spot about the homemade tattoo that I you've got because we, we spoke about it before the gall, and then <laughs> I was, um, and someone did it for it you, MFC. Or, or you did it yourself. But you told us during the break that actually this was quite a thing, and, and Rangers arranged for you to get it removed when you were at the club. Yeah, the, the, that's spectacular. The, 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 that is the yeah. Scottish football story. I never knew that I needed to. Know. I used to wear a plaster, and everybody asked me why I wore it because we were short sleeve shirts in those days, and. Everybody, why are you work? And I th- made up an excuse. Oh, I scored the, in my first game, and it was a lucky charm and everything. Like that. <laughs> 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 well, did they know what was hiding under oh, that plaster? Yeah, you should have seen the G. Wasn't he a good writer? <laughs> It was shorthand for golf. You definitely told us about the tattoo on the show before, but I think yeah. this added details great. Well, I went to I went to Rangers and asked if if they could help me get it removed because I was feeling like I was becoming an adult. And I wanted to be more mature moving on in life with my, my family and my children uh, and my granddaughter. So Imagine going to the physio though at Rangers. Why would you not I'm just injured. go and get it, deal with it yourself? Say I'm, I'm injured. injured. What's up? I've got this you know what? horrendous tattoo. It just shows that he put those types of lifestyle moves in place a long time ago because that's the sort of thing he'd be doing. He's always looking for somebody else to take care of his problems. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So it's nice to know that that started way back. Yeah, yeah, they were a bit. I was a bit disappointed when they left a wee bit in there, but I just I've carried that burden so for now a you've lot basically of years. Got a, a dot, a, a dot, yeah, full, yeah. full stop at yeah. the end of golf. We should take a photo and, and, and tweet that <laughs> just so the listeners know. I'm, what, I'm what so I'm glad stuck you're looking interested with that. I'm stuck looking at it I'd for two hours. Uh, 01419511025. That is the number uh, you need tonight. I did say that we're getting closer to the Scotland kickoff on Saturday. Maybe it is time we get a proper debate going about who plays in goals because we've just skirted around the issue when Angus Gunn got called up and then we've had very 
Busy nights with um, various club calls And strip prices and all that sort of stuff So maybe tonight we actually properly get stuck into Let's hear from the man himself um, Angus Gunn So is it him? Is it Xander Clark? Is it Liam Kelly? They're your only three choices Pick one and tell us why Right now 0141 951 uh, Angus Gunn here He's been speaking to the Scottish FA uh, Says he's known for a while He wanted to represent Scotland Didn't feel he deserved a spot in the squad He now says he's more than ready After nailing down a starting spot at Norwich And didn't have to think twice When Steve Clark asked him I think it was a couple of months ago now And uh, I think he just wanted to come down And have a conversation Pretty chilled to be honest And um, had a good chat about football in general first And then obviously went on to Scotland And um, just told me about the group And how positive it is um, Which I've already heard from you know People like Kenny and Grant at the club So um, you know I already knew that And yeah he just sort of put, laid it out to me And said that he want, wanted me to come And be involved And um you know, saw a good future uh, for me at Scotland, and um, you know, I didn't tell him straight away, but um, I, I knew straight away in my in my own mind that uh, it's something that I wanted to do, and uh, I think I called him the next day and to let him know, and um, ever since then I've been excited and looking forward to this moment. I think it's something that's sort of been there for the last four or five years um, in the back of my mind, but um, in myself, I didn't really feel like I could justify getting picked for for a national team when I wasn't playing regular football so I think when I started playing regularly at Norwich you know it's something that I started thinking about and that I wanted to do to um, sort of further my career and um, you know push myself even more going to be a real interesting one Mark comes Saturday round oh, what are we? half 12 one o'clock we'll find out the answer yeah yeah that will be an interesting one um, one place up for grabs three goalkeepers three untried at international level three could put up a good argument I suppose Maybe Liam Kelly at the weekend didn't show up exactly how he would want it the week before. Um, but he's he's certainly stood out in the league this season. Xander Clark's been outstanding. Nangus Gunn, of course, when he's played uh, down south, has stood out as well. So, you know, we had a wee bit of a debate on it last week. And you, Daz, was the opinion that Steve Clark would have made up his mind already. I wasn't too sure on that. I think he would mm. he would assess them in training and, and see how they... They perform this week Who would you go for Nadim on the line How you doing guys Good 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 um, Yeah um, So I was saying to To the producer there That um, I mean I understand Why maybe some Supporters Are maybe getting a bit annoyed The fact that he's um, he, You know He chose England to begin with And then Now that he's, he's Clearly not going to get a game for them that he's now chosen to, to play for Scotland. I get that, but I mean, I just think you know he knows he's not going to play for for for, for England. So and he's he's always a good goalkeeper. He's a, you know they're standing seventh in the championship. So he's a he's a he's a he's a, he's a good goalkeeper. You know he's, he's not going to play for England. So you know he's got a chance to play for Scotland, and, and we're not in a position to turn away good players. You know, um, we've lost good goalkeepers in the last few years. We've lost McGregor, Gordon's now probably not going to come back to Scotland I don't think and Marshall as well three really top goalkeepers we've lost so we can't snub good goalkeepers any good players are not just goalkeepers but any any good players I just think you know his nationality doesn't for me I mean my mum and dad are from Pakistan I'm Scottish I was born here you know if I, if I was good enough to play for Scotland and they didn't want me and you know Pakistan came in for me and said do you want to play of course I would go do you know if you, it's a chance to play international football it would be amazing yeah, I mean that's certainly it, Gordon. Mm. I think for some people, when it comes to the call up, the fact that, that he's, he's there, and other people will have a, dif- a differing opinion, which is absolutely fine. Now that he's in the squad, though, can you see that the nod for the the, the starting spot? 
It's, uh, it's a very difficult one to call, Gordon. Um, I've not seen enough of him. The only time I've ever seen him, he get caught in no man's land. And I'm thinking, oh, here we go. I mean, are, um, but I, I was sort of doing the old social media snooping around, and it, Norwich fans pretty much think he's their player of the year or one of them. So it's the, well, it says a lot for him, and he's playing in a very competitive league, uh, very difficult games week in week out. Um, they're a, they're a, a shout there for Sander Clark, who's come in. For Craig Gordon at Hearts and performed very well. Uh, Liam Kelly, captain Motherwell, has had a good season. I don't take into consideration last week because I don't look at whether you should be Scotland's number one judged on that one sort of a Tavernier free kick sort of mistake. Got to I've, play players in form though, surely. Yeah, in but, international but, but football. One, one, one mistake doesn't mean say you're known form. Also, I think you made a couple. Was it a wild howler though? Was it Tavernier free kick? Yeah. I'm not saying he chucked it in the net well, That's what I'm saying You've got to be like there's a, There is a scale here In terms of If you were to buy your compilation Of goalkeeping gaffes At Christmas time I'm On DVD say it a, It's not going to be in that I'm not going to say it's a gaff. I'm going to say could have An international it's, goalkeeper it's a could have done better Has to though, save that Is it not? Has to save that 100% an international yeah. goalkeeper well, The point I was making is You play players that are in form I think there's some That's the exception Outfield Who are maybe not getting a game Kieran Tierney and the like That would jump the queue in that But I think when you've got three goalkeepers If there's one that's had A poorer game last week Compared to the other two I think that maybe gives you a wee bit of an advantage Hearts lost three goals at Pedori Sander Clark Are you judging Sander Clark's season Since he came in With Craig Gordon on I think all of this Is very fickle though Because I'm yeah. not saying This was the case but I watched Angus Gunn Getting caught in no man's I land You just keep banging on About this yeah. one goal That you By saw way, I've still not seen this I'm, I'm not fully confident I don't think it's even that bad It is um, The You know Because it totally Context is, is so important For all When you present it like that what if Hearts should have conceded 10 But Xander Clark played out yeah. his skin and kept it to 3 I'm not saying that did mm. happen But to just keep it as black and white and that And say oh well he conceded 3 I don't know if that does the argument any I, th- any, I, think, any there's a, I think there's a case there For the three of them I think it's so close right? But I do believe Steve Clark Will be sitting in the hotel tonight And absolutely has known He's number one for the last week I, My opinion Mark might disagree by saying you know, got a feel mm. for in training. But I think yeah. Steve Clark did, obviously sees enough games to know. What do you think, Nadim? Yeah, I was just going to say, if I come in there, yeah. I mean, for me, um, I'll, I'll go Angus Gunn. I think he's playing at a higher level. No disrespect to, to the Scottish um, Premier League, but, you know, the Championship, I think we'd all agree, is, is, is probably a better level than, than what we see up here. So so I would I would absolutely start with Angus Gunn. My other point, Gordon, was, I don't know what the, what the, the other two guys think is, I'm more, I'm not I'm not concerned about the goalkeeping situation. I'm more concerned about the fact that our top players um, and our team aren't playing for the club. You know, like like Gordon just said there. You know, Tierney is not playing for Arsenal. You've got uh, 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 right back we went for ages to Everton. He's not he's not going to game for Everton. You know, we've got McGinn who's just come back into Aston Villa squad. You've got you know the boy at Brighton. He's not going to game for, for for Brighton. So that's that that worries me more. Lyndon Dykes. You know, he's been out for a while. That worries me more than the goalkeeping situation. If I'm honest. Fair point. I mean, mm. to be fair, I think John McGinn's sort of in and around it now. I mean, he's played, yeah, he's played a good number of games recently. Billy Gilmore's a good point. Nathan Patterson's a good point. But then you have to assume, well, Gilmore probably won't or, or might not start. Aaron Hickey might will probably play it right back instead of Nathan Patterson. So mm. you've still got, you still got 
people there who who are playing. I think the difference with the outfield players is everyone that you were talking about there has been capped. The goalkeeping situation, yeah. there's no caps amongst any. Yeah. I think this is a debate, um, and that's um, I, I, I totally take on board that you look at Kieran Tierney, but as much as he's not been playing, you'd never leave him out your team, especially Scotland, because we ain't got the quality that Kieran Tierney possesses. Um, Patterson's been a terrific, but you're right. Uh, Hickey's playing at Brentford, playing very well. Could be could be based on nothing, but Kieran Tierney always strikes you as the type that didn't really wouldn't really matter. You know, I mean, you could just yeah, just play him. Anyway, I mean, I think it, we are players. There are an exception like Tierney, like Gilmore, playing in the top league, struggling to get in. I'm just uh, actually looking at the England team there. Calvin Phillips starting against. I must Italy. admit, I was amazed when I saw that. Starting against Italy, can he kick a ball for Man City? But Gareth Southgate recognises he's a good player and a good fit for that game. And he's put him in. Mm. So why should we be any different? Just on the goalkeeping one, because that was the, the main debate, I think, and Nadine puts his thoughts across very well. The timing is interesting, though, isn't it? Because six months ago, out of those three, well, we, don't, we wouldn't even necessarily know it. I don't know, is Ang- would Angus Gunn have been an option six months ago? Mm. Um, and Xander Clark wasn't playing for Hearts because a certain Craig Gordon was there. So Liam Kelly would have played. Is that, that fair? Yeah, well, it was it was a topic of queue. Yeah, when you talk talk like that, it's Cassander Clark and obviously Gunn wasn't available. So and then Zander Clark's in the an interesting position where he may well be the you know, he has he's done really well. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Might well just it might is he going to be back to being a number two soon or at some point once Craig Gordon's fit? Maybe, but I think he's grasped the opportunity. One with Hearts, I think he's been outstanding. Shot stopping, some of the saves have been ones that stick in your memory. And that's why I was touching on play the guys that are in form. When you've got this position that's up for grabs, you've got three new guys coming in. You look at their recent form, I think, and that's what you pick from. And I think Xander Clark would be very hard done by if he doesn't get the note. Mm. Would, mean, you, would you go with Clark? I would go with Clark. I would go with Clark. Over Angus Gunn? Yeah. I, 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 what do you make of those ones, Nadim? Then you know, because you've you've put the case forward for Angus Gunn, his Xander Clark, and or Liam Kelly. Could you rule them in or out based on what you've seen of them this season? Yeah, I think they've. To be fair, I think they've all had three of them have had decent seasons so far. Xander Clark, maybe he's only just came obviously come in for for Craig Gordon, so he's not maybe as, as many games as, as the rest of the boys, but. Yeah, I think you can put a case forward for, for either of them. I think if I was to pick, I'd pick Andrew Gunn, Gunn. But if I wasn't to pick him, I'd, go, I'd probably go with, with Liam Kelly. I think I, I don't know if he, if he went with Xander Clark and Craig Gordon comes back, could you have a Scott? Could you could you conceivably be a Scott number one, but number two at Hearts? I, I don't see it. I suppose you worry about what you've got here and now. And, um, but Liam Kelly's pulled off some unbelievable saves for Mother, hasn't mm. he? Such a good shot stopper. There's always going to be that obvious thing of he's nowhere near the stature of... Xander Clark or other goalkeepers, some people understandably, well, doesn't matter, you know, if you're, if, if shot stopping becomes your priority and he's effective at keeping the ball out of the net, doesn't matter. There might just be people out there, I'm not saying it's right, but who just go, well, no, I just, I just want more of a stature in there, I want more of a, mm. a presence. It's hard, it's hard to know how other people, mainly Steve Clark and his goalkeeping staff, would would judge it they obviously like Liam Kelly because he's mm. been in and around squads it's going to be very interesting isn't it? as I say it's very hard for us to comment we, we've watched Sander Clark up here we've watched Kelly uh, we know their, their strengths and their faults but I don't really 
know too much about Angus Gunn. You but should. You should be doing your homework. I mean, it's not like well, he plays. Because well, okay, Matthew's, wag, wag Matthew's on Twitter saying, "How can you ask anyone to pick a keeper when no one's actually seen Angus Gunn? It's Norwich, not Nepal. He plays yeah, in. I think yeah. we've seen enough of I him. I watched him against Huddersfield. Uh, wasn't impressed. <laughs> but what stood out for you in that game? His goal kicks. But I've got to say, I think Steve Clark likes the the players that play in those. You know, the championship, very good, strong league week in, week out. He likes English-based players as well. So I think Steve Clark, if I was a guessing guy, I'll go, he'll start with Angus Gunn and go. I was a guessing guy. <laughs> Whatever that means. It's made that term up. Because <laughs> it's usually if I'm a betting man. I didn't want to say that Because we gamble yeah. responsibly you've got to say Exactly Please so guess, guess responsibly So guess responsibly Everybody out there I'm a guessing guy Well Angus Gunn is getting an odd from Nadim on the line But what do you think? You want to agree or disagree With what you're hearing Now is the time 01419511025 We'll get you on next 01419511025 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here It's 01419511025 Or it's Twitter At Clyde SSB uh, Let's bring in Josh who is A big Scotland fan What are you thinking with a couple of days to go Josh? Yeah a couple of days to go Gordon uh, Good evening guys uh, How are you doing? Um, I'm just uh, really excited Gordon um, But you know a new campaign um, It's I mean, I actually think that the group is fairly um, is fairly decent for us. I think that the group is definitely doable. I know that people talk about the threat that Norway pose, um, and, and they do have a good um, team. But but you know, we've got a really good team as well. Um, and I think if we can take sixteen out of the twenty four points, um, that accounts for two losses against Spain and and. One draw away to Norway I think that we can qualify through the playoffs I love that He's got not only the optimism But he's got the route planned mm. We can get the passport looked out already um, Don't need to go too far this weekend Of course Josh Glasgow And the visit of Cyprus What in particular are you thinking ahead of that one? Cyprus Cy- The thing is Gordon it's, it, They're two separate games um, well, I mean, I'm, that's a bit of a stupid saying, right? But um, they're two very different games. I mean, um, against Cyprus, I want to see goals. Um, it's a it's a two o'clock kick off on Saturday. We don't really get too many of them in international football anymore, and um, we want the fans to be able to enjoy themselves. Um, so I want to go to the game on Saturday and see a lot of see a lot of goals in the game. I don't really want to see. Um, a, a KG one nil or a two one. I want to see is kind of go and and really put you know put our foot down on the on the group because I mean the initial fixture of Cyprus at home is a really good one to get it started. Um, if we can make a mark on Saturday um, by you know really putting them to the sword, then um, I think that sets us off on a really good footing um, for the rest of the campaign. Um, obviously, Spain on Tuesday will be difficult, but you know that's that's. Um, a, a, a kind of different entity mm. isn't it? It's interesting because There will be that pressure I think There'll be an expectation up to a point um, And and I would accept Obviously this squad is now further on Than when Steve Clark first took over His very first game was against Cyprus But that was a narrow 
2-1 win Ollie Burke came off the bench Remember yeah. Scored a, a yep. late winner your, old, your gaffer Andy Robertson Scored a cracker yeah, That's right And then the Away leg of that Was also a 2-1 win the, the Cyprus strike me As that level Of opponent Where I get Josh And I get loads And I, I would like to think That way myself We think right come on A nice convincing win To get us up and running And that it just might not be Quite as is easy on the on the yeah, day. I would agree with that. Um, I get Josh's point, and when you see Cyprus coming out the pot, and maybe Georgia, to to a lesser extent, that, that you think, oh, here we go. This, this we could rack up anything, especially at Hamden. I think international football has changed over the last decade, or maybe even a wee bit longer. That when Minnows or or so called Minnows came out, and I, I mentioned that Cyprus are 110th in the FIFA World Rankings at the minute. You think, or I used to be that. Your team would rack up the goal difference. They that looked great at the end of the campaign. I'm not too sure. It's at that stage. I think players, especially European players and Eastern European players, have come on so much now that they they make it very difficult when they come to Hamden. Played us back, by the way, at five o'clock mm, on Saturday when Scotland are six now. But I think the game's different, and you know I'd just be happy with with anyone in a clean sheet really to go into the game against Spain and Belfry there. Yeah, when you're starting your campaign off and you're at home, first and foremost, three points. Get the victory. I agree. Listen, if if there's goals there to get and we get them, yes, absolute bonus. Brilliant for the fans, paying their money, going along there, supporting the, the team. That's great. Great entertainment. But to start this campaign off, especially with Spain coming up on Tuesday night, I think it's so vital to get the three points and then we can build on it from I there. take Josh's point about the kickoff time from a purely selfish perspective if this is any sort of measurement I've been on this show for about six years and I don't think we've ever been on on a Saturday afternoon for a qualifier I don't think we've had any Saturday afternoons at home That's in amazing, that time yeah. always an evening kickoff um, or a Friday night or something if, like if, that if there are any and I've forgotten it's certainly not many because we always miss them you know it's always mm. a Sunday night or we, we do the midweek so it'll be nice to be on on Saturday afternoon um, goalkeeping wise Josh what are you thinking? Do you know um, for my sins I'm finding myself agree with Mark Wilson um, mm. <laughs> I, I mean I, I actually I, I, I I went over the training uh, to the lesser hand in the Bravi Peak uh, the day, Gordon. And, and to be honest, I would be surprised having watched them. Um, I would be surprised if Gunn doesn't start. Um, I ju- it just felt like he was the kind of main keeper um, in the training session for what I seen the day. Um, I love this idea, Josh, that Steve Clark's screaming at a radio somewhere in the fancy hotel because you've just given the <laughs> team away, given the game plan away. Josh, how the line up? Is it three at the back? <laughs> Funny enough, Gordon actually did this. <laughs> 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 oh, the Cyprus <laughs> manager's going to be listening. Can I get Josh's number? Do you know what's great about this? John Carver's gone out to the press all day. Ah, it's great to be away from Orium because it's a health hazard. They've moved to Lesser Hand and Josh and his mates have rocked up with a carry out, stood and watched the training and have given the game plan away. Um, but no, on a serious note, Josh, you would be. You're predicting it'll be Angus Gunn. Would that be your choice? Um, I would probably want to go with Sanders Clark. To be honest, I just think um, I, I just think he's a known quantity. Um, I don't know if Gunn. I know Gunn's playing for Norwich now, um, and, he, and he is rated uh, down there. But you know, I mean, why was he benched earlier on in the season? You know, and, and why did he not? Um, you know, why did he not go on to make the kind of impact? Because it was at Southampton he came through. Well, it was Southampton, and he was at. Um, mm-hmm. And he's ended up um, over at Norwich, but um, 
I, I just I would like. I mean, he might, he might very well be the next Scotland keeper for the next ten years, but um, I, I would just like to to have him in a few camps first before bringing him in. At least the Clark and Kelly, I think that the the two of them have been in camps, you know, time and time again. So they're particularly their back four or back five in this case uh, will know, you know, that will know their ticks and will know their style of play and will know, you know, when to pass back and when to. Um, you know, when, when he expect a, a, a short pass out, you know, so I, I, preferably I would go with Sander Clark, um, in my opinion. The only thing I'll say there, Josh, you'll come on and you're you're hoping for a few goals and the way you're talking, you're, you're thinking Scotland got to dominate the game, yeah, and I think we'll, we'll all agree with you. Surely if you're going to go with Gunn for his first cap, this is a perfect at home where you're really not going to be under a lot of pressure. Maybe to get to know. Home, I hope you're right. But... Yeah, yeah, it could be mm-hmm. to get to know the back men and as you say, the way they pass back on his stronger foot and whatever. Surely this is a tailor-made game right at the start of the campaign. If you're going to go through the campaign thinking, yeah, we're going to give this guy an opportunity. Surely Saturday's opportunity. But uh, probably Gordon. But the, the, I mean, I see what you're saying, but I mean. I mean, these games, the thing is, I, I don't think these games are, are the right time for, let's, you know, let's get a look at players, let's see how they are um, on their debut, you know what I mean? I mean, the thing is, like you said, we need to take three points on Saturday um, as, as an absolute must, um, you know, and it, I mean, you know, Angus Gunn might come on and he might be, you know, he might end up playing, you know, the best keeper Scotland have had in years, um, but I, I just... I don't know, um, and because I've never really watched that, uh, watched Angus Gunn. So, um, but I mean, to be honest, if he is highly rated, I think you know, I trust Steve Clark's judgment um, more than any other football manager or team I support. So, um, they, then you know, I'm comfortable with him going in. Um, I think there are, like the previous caller said, there are bigger questions about who plays elsewhere on the pitch, and particularly, I would like to see Lewis Ferguson come in. Um, because I, I just feel that um, I think that if, if Juventus and AC Milan are even sniffing about a Scottish player, then I think we need to, you know, put him in and make him captain. <laughs> no. The guy with the Andy Robertson charity hoodie no, on tonight is no, no, no. not looking too happy. Yeah, yeah. He's stripping his no, gaffer of the. The only thing I'll pick Josh up quickly is he's saying it's not a game to give somebody their debut. Somebody's going to. Somebody's got to. So what's interesting these Mark because. To loosely compare them They are all uncapped As Gordon quite rightly says They're all at a similar point I mean Angus Gunn and Liam Kelly Are both 27 Xander Clark's 30 So again it's not just in case There was any doubt It's not like you've got a A 20 year old in there as well And you think mm, Well you know Maybe a bit young at this point They're all of a similar age They've, They're all uncapped I think Angus Gunn's Played the fewest games In his career out of them all But he's still at about 130 Career games, Liam Kelly a good bit more than that, and Xander Clark more than that. Um, so not profile wise, there's not a great deal to separate no, them. I, I was going to make the point just briefly the body of work that Xander Clark's got to present in front of him. What he's done uh, here latterly in his mm. his career had to be patient, made a big decision to go to Hearts, uh, and had to sit behind Craig Gordon. But then when he's got his opportunity, he's proved why a club like Hearts would want him. You know, for for his his previous stints, so I that that's the one thing that stands out for me. I don't doubt that Liam Kelly and Angus Gunn are good goalkeepers, but when I look at Xander Clark, I see somebody that's reliable and somebody who's an excellent shot stopper. 
And I think we're going to need both. I think we have relied on our goalkeepers, Craig Gordon, Marshall, McGregor, for so many years. They've been so reliable. All three are gone. We need somebody to be just as reliable as they are. Josh, you nipping down to training tomorrow or is it just a, a <laughs> once a week thing? No, no, no. Working, uh, working in the office tomorrow, God. So can I, uh, can I make it? Which is why I went down the day. Uh, but just absolutely buzzing for Saturday, uh, first first game of the campaign to kick it off. Uh, Viva Scotland! We are going to Deutschland. <laughs> <laughs> can't really, can't really top that. Yeah. I, do, I noticed you are, you're a bit of a creep. No, training grounds. I mean, like you, you oh, quite yeah, often, um, yeah. you quite often go to Ravens Craig or whatever. Yeah. Keep a wee eye on Motherwell. So. Would you ever give yourself an international call up and go and keep a wee eye on Scotland training like, no. like Josh has done? No, it's not far now though. You know where to go? In case you hadn't heard, they've Get moved away from Orium. Yeah, I know that. Just I know up the road Yeah, um, outside a wee coffee, walk down, couple do, of tinnies, I, keep look, an eye I like on the boys. to give their boys their their moments, especially on a Friday. It's all technical stuff on a Friday, tactical stuff. Sorry. Mm. So Josh is probably getting a phone call from the Cyprus manager as we speak. And the Scottish FA <laughs> you playing uh, Thanks very much to Josh It's that time of the evening already Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football <laughs> An utterly sensational couple of days On Beat the Pundit hmm? Do you remember this man Mark Wilson Losing on Tuesday Oh sure he did remember, And remember that. the guy that beat him No Remember he was like oh. We'll call him Laid back Oh yeah Remember yeah, yeah. Horizontal Yeah yeah, Right Yeah And so did you not hear Last night's Beat the Pundit No unfortunately Right I've got a nice surprise for you I'll try and play some of it back All I'm going to say To those listeners out there Who get where I'm going And who did hear both There can't be a third one Right We'll play Beat the Pundit <laughs> next It's 01419511025 Get in touch if you want to play Before 7 Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here It's 01419511025 Or it's Twitter At Clyde SSB We had some We did We took some calls on club football Just because I said it's up to you It's a, a clean slate sometimes To think of your own club topic In international week We spoke about Rangers attacking options We've had a bit of a go A bit of a debate On who should start in goal For Scotland on Saturday Is it Angus Gunn Is it Liam Kelly Or is it Xander Clark? Uh, so you can let us know uh, On 01419511025 So if you're agreeing or disagreeing with what you've heard Share your thoughts either way And we can change the topic altogether If you so wish But first of all, let's do this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football it is Beat the Pundit time It's been quite the week On Beat the Pundit I must admit Mark Wilson played on Tuesday And lost It was great mm. Great fun in here And um, so you didn't You didn't hear last night's Beat the Pundit No I was but, At a, a, a wise engagement mm, I don't want to know But now that we We mention it You do remember Tuesdays The guy yeah, that came yeah, on back, sounded, I mean Right laid back yeah. We need to stick with that Because it's a family show Don't want to get anyone in bother yeah, yeah. I mean Mark asked him If he had been to the Snoop Dogg You know last yeah, week Just to see what, what type of <laughs> Hobbies What type of hobbies he had And um, So last night I had Oh we didn't have an hour one did we I'll just I'll play a, a clip right of, of last night's Beat the Pundit Liam is in Paisley tonight How's it going Liam? I know bad mate Yourself Not bad You ever played before? No I have not Remind me Producer Ross Was last night's contestant From Paisley I don't know if you know This guy Liam But 
you need to you need to listen to this back. He was the most laid back person <laughs> of anyone. He came he came on and won. Really? I mean, who, who did he beat? Uh, Mark Wilson. You something even better, Gordon. Go for it. See that laid back boy you're talking about? Uh huh. That's my wee brother. Sure. You're joking. If we, we didn't know him, no kid, you ain't. See that I'm here, Gordon. <laughs> 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 How good was that? And I swear, completely unplanned. I was none the wiser. The producers were none the wiser, and he was just there with his brother in the background. I was even. I heard that last night. Did you I, hear it as well? I heard it in the motor because he, d- he delivered oh an unbelievable goodness. line after that as well. He said, "Gordon, tell Mark Wilson I did go to Snoop Dogg last week." <laughs> <laughs> right. So the two of them, the two of them, would think, "Oh, this is brilliant." The two of them are, are teaming up against Marvin Bartley. Goes to the tiebreaker. The pair of them get it on the nose and win the tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> but like By the rain way. men of Scottish football just in the it's most class. unsuspecting way. That's still game one there, wasn't it? As, yeah, honestly, that's the best. We'll never talk about so that, good. I don't think. So good. Right. We've moved slightly <laughs> away. We've moved away from Paisley <laughs> just just in case there's a third brother. Uh Stephen is in Yoker. Stephen, you're not related right. to those two in any way, are you? No, but I wish I was. <laughs> exactly. You sound more chipper already. Um Stephen, have you ever played before? No, I'm excited. Good. So, my listen, this guy, Mark Wilson's on a losing streak this week. So, we'll see what we can do. Heads, it will be Mark again, and tails, it will be Gordon DL. And it's heads. It's you again. Me again, right? Come on, Stephen. Get Josh. That's it, two losses in a week. Hey, Steph, calm down. You need to give it to him. Are you ready, Mark? I'll get rid of you for a second, which is always good fun. Stephen, 30 seconds. Answer as many as you can, and pass if you do not know the answer, all right? Good man 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts No What was the score The last time Scotland played Cyprus Do you know Who was Derek McInnes In charge of Directly before Aberdeen Pass At what stadium Will Scotland play Spain Next Tuesday Hamden A strip to celebrate Which anniversary Of Scotland's first International Was recently released 100 Who was more Who's got more International caps Joe Hart or Aaron Moy Aaron Moy who do Rangers play in their first game after the international break? Dundee United. Name either non-old firm team still in the Scottish Cup. Yeah, uh, United. No. Hi. Let's bring back Mark. Can you hear us, Mark? Uh, you ready? Yep. Same set Think of questions. So. Ready? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. What was the score the last time Scotland played Cyprus? 2-1. Who was Derek McInnes in charge of directly before Aberdeen? Bristol City. What stadium will Scotland play Spain next Tuesday? Hamden. A strip to celebrate which anniversary of Scotland's first international was recently released? 150. Who's got more international caps? Joe Hart or Aaron Moy? (laughs) uh, Joe Hart. Who do Rangers play in their first game after the international break? Kilmarnock? No. No, that was a guess. What do you think, Stephen? I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure. We're quite easy tonight. I'm confused about that question. Actually, I'm sure you were right. I know exactly which one of. I don't even need to think about which one of you's won it. Um, what was the score the last time Scotland played Cyprus? It was two one to Scotland. Mark Wilson goes one nil in front. Sixteenth of November, twenty nineteen. I don't. I don't Stephen, you've been listening to the show. Aye. Gordon said that 10 minutes ago mate <laughs> Ah but he was hanging oh. on for beat the He was away making his tea Before oh, right. beat the pundit Get Joshua um, Fun fact about that game hmm. Remember the Quick trip down memory lane 
When I was about to go on holiday Went as far as the airport oh, Had appendix. to get my appendix out You two did the show from my living room mm. I watched that game from my hospital bed <laughs> Just Was that then? Was that? Yeah. Um, and they Scotland stress you out at the best of times So that wasn't the classic Anyway 2-1 Mark Wilson gets it Easy question for him Stephen, I must admit, because he ah, he easy. played under Derek McInnes, <laughs> played sort a vital of part relegated under at <laughs> Bristol City, so it was two nil. Scotland play Spain at Hamden. You got that, Stephen? Well done, Stephen. But so did Mark. Three one, um, and then it's a fifty-fifty, really, isn't it? Joe Hart or Aaron Moy? Mark went Joe for Hart. Joe Hart. Stephen went Aaron Moy. Must be Australia. Joe Hart. It's oh, Joe Hart. Oh, Joe Hart's got loads. Stephen, it's going wrong, isn't it? Yeah, oh, seventy-five to fifty-seven caps. Mm. Um, Rangers played Dundee United after the break. Stephen got that, so there was a bit of life left Daddy, in him. He must be a Rangers fan. No, he's a Partick Thistle fan. So he says. Mm. Yeah. So five two at the moment. Yeah. Oh, there's a comeback coming. <laughs> and Stephen, you'll be kicking yourself because you were like kind of close. You got more questions than Mark. But Air United got put out by Falkirk. I know. So it's Inverness <laughs> and Falkirk left. <laughs> you used to know in no, the Stephen. Scottish. Pressure. <laughs> 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 it is the pressure, isn't it, Stephen? Yeah. You can just tell. Ah, oh, so no, no two losses in a week, Stephen, <laughs> is it? No. Do us a favour. Come on next Tuesday when I'm on, would you? Anyway, are Thistle going to get promoted and make up for all this? Hopefully, that's I'm, I'm looking forward to it since Dylan, like, since Dylan took charge, so I'm looking forward to the game tomorrow. Yeah, that's right, Friday Night Football, yeah. isn't it, of course, uh, away at Inverness, incidentally, one of the answers there. Are you going, Stephen? No, nah, I'm not going, I've got two daughters, so I'm looking after them. Yeah, I was going to say, a Friday night up there when you've got kids. Well, if you're a real tough, supporter. Tough, it's tough, very tough, I must admit, Stephen, I feel your pain. Um, but you, where would you rate your, your chances? Because it's a, it's a pretty tight league, isn't it? How, how confident are you of it? Of a bit of success we just have like The playoffs And then see how it goes For there like, yeah. And we keep the players Back in the defence And that so. yeah, Well it's going to be Interesting Three big games Actually tomorrow Inverness mm-hmm. yeah, Against well. Partick Thistle Queen's Park Against Arbroath And uh, Air United Against Cove Rangers so. Let's see if you're a betting man Gamble responsibly Get a draw on Because it always seems Friday night fixtures Friday night fixtures In, in, in the Hold championship are draws It seems to be constant Either Can nil you, nil or 1-1 one, one. There's a reason right? See every time a subject like that Comes up and I always say You know please gamble responsibly yes. at, at what point Having heard that 300 times over the last few years Did you think You were allowed to give <laughs> Gambling tips <laughs> I did, On the I show did. And bearing in mind <laughs> I did you, slip in gamble responsibly You there. might be uh, The worst tipster oh no. I, I, get, Of all time well, Apart from Hugh Keevans yeah, Put your last pen, pen, <laughs> pen no, 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 no Have you never noticed that though, The Friday night games no, All seem to be Do they? Ah, ah they do Maybe just a coincidence Stephen has he, is, is, is he made that up Have you got any knowledge of this? That's, that's, that's usually true <laughs> Thank you That's oh, not Stephen. true Thanks back. Stephen yeah. last last Friday, I've done my research Last Friday night game Was Aaron Falker oh, Hold on a minute you don't Now to criticise you Just no, because you can remember One yeah. that, that wasn't Do you want, do you want one pr- Before that It was a cup game anyway Exactly you, you want one before that It wasn't that? even on a Friday It was a Monday Was it Well so it was It was a broth That was playing last Friday It was one each Quickly I'm pretty sure it was one each Anyway but In all seriousness Partick Thistle by the way, good I mean, squad Partick have got. A good squad, but I'll say it again. When Ian McCall lost his job after Ibrox, you thought that is a ridiculous decision. Where's that came from? Not and everyone then, did, to be fair, if I remember the, the calls. I think from the outside it seemed so dramatic no, because it was I, the day I, of. I'm just of talking Ibrox. about, well, myself, I thought, wow. Um, and then Doolan comes in, no ma- real managerial experience, and you wonder how's that going to go? 
you've got to say he's done a terrific job Big games, he's got results at the right time He's got players back from injury That's obviously helping And as Stephen says, they're right in the mix They should finish in the playoffs give, Giving themselves a right, right good chance Well I mean since Stephen's on Let's quickly hear from Chris Dillon He says this will must use that momentum To carry them forward in the promotion Push unbeaten in six now in charge up to fourth And as we said go to Inverness Tomorrow uh, night So looking forward uh, to that Every team in, certainly in the championship that has something to play for will be looking for momentum and we have it we already have it which is, is a big boost for us um, it's about us building on it and continuing that, that good run we want to take care of our own business and none more so than at Inverness because it's the next game and I say that all the time but the next game is the most important one we go in with every bit of confidence that um, we've built up over these last six games and hopefully we'll come away with um, a good result Thank you to Stephen Partick Thistle fan from Yoker That means it's two all On mm. Meet the Pundit this week Two for the listeners Two for the pundits Decider tomorrow it a, night It was a comfortable yes. win Quite for... often that Hugh Keevans And Kenny Miller have to Step up to the step plate On the there, Friday and, and win it for the week Not quite Often Hugh wins Has it? Yeah, nah. no, Kenny's decent I, I reckon Kenny would be decent But Hugh Hugh's had some big wins You know uh, this Hugh's, season. Hugh's, Hugh's on for him Hugh's okay. on for him I've got to say I'll be listening in tomorrow uh, right, let's bring in Andy Who is on the line How are you Andy? Not bad Gordon, how are you doing? Alright? Yeah, not bad We were having a bit of a debate before Beat the pundit there About you know, Scotland and team selections That sort of thing What's on your mind? Just a wee observation about Beat the pundit I see a true story <coughs> I went phoning in Monday I usually only phone in Thursday nights My two favourite pundits around, But I went phoning in Monday With a point, right? Two mm-hmm. minutes to seven The producer answered the phone And said, how are you doing Andy? Are you going to and beat the pundit? And I thought, it's Monday and I thought Kenny Muller And he was on the, the, the show I bottled it right <laughs> <laughs> And I got six out of six Ah I see and That's because the pressure was off God, I swear to God I've never six out of six in my life And I'd have lost the night So I'm going to say The DL And uh, oh. the Wilson combination Under the, the worst There you go lads There you go Under the worst part That's, that's a compliment <laughs> That's a Andy, compliment is it Andy phone in next Tuesday Hell don't know. He's giving you a compliment I know but I, I think Andy Would right, be a, a good game I, I quite like that You never phone in a Monday When the sniper's dream's on me that, That's a no no <laughs> Anyway Before you insult Any of your colleagues Much further <laughs> He must hate you um, What are you thinking About this weekend Andy <laughs> No, listen, it's, it's about uh, the game on Saturday. For, firstly, I, I didn't like uh, when, when I heard the boy Gunn speaking there. I didn't like the way he ended his interview, and he said that uh, it's a good opportunity for myself and it's good for my career. There was a good chance for him to turn around there and say it's an opportunity to make my family proud or something like that. I just didn't like the way he done it. I'd give Xander Clark the jersey definitely. He's won two cup finals at Hamden already. He's got a lot of experience, and I, I would just give him the jersey. But it's, it's more about the forward area, the, the team I was like to talk about. Watch the Adams at the weekend, thought it was very good. Now there's an opportunity here for us to start a campaign uh, on the front foot, which we've not done for a few campaigns. Opportunity to win inside. Because I know Mark says it's a difficult game, but we need to be confident. Uh, and then Spain at home midweek, you just never know. Now Norway have got their, their top player. People are talking about Norway. I don't look at the results there. They're not the greatest. And I remember when we played Serbia in the, the playoff, I think they put Norway out in the other semi-final, so it wasn't that mm. long ago. They're, they're not the greatest, I don't think. But they, they play Spain away, and then they're away to Georgia. So you never know by Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday morning, we could be sitting pretty. So I think we just need to go for it on and, and Saturday and, and be a bit more positive. I certainly, yeah. hope, I certainly hope Andy's right. It, and it is only fair, you, because we do this, like we... We're doomsday merchants always I think and particularly with international team We're very quick to point out the players that 
ha- didn't play the last game for their club or didn't play well. So the name that Andy mentions, it's nice. I know they're having a tough time this season, but for Shea Adams to have scored in the last game just before the the break, you know, for a team in the English yeah. Premier League, I think he's a stick on. Mm-hmm. And when Andy's saying there, we should go for it. I, I wonder what that looks like in Andy's opinion because some people say we'll go for it that means playing two up front but we've seen when Adams is paired up front with Dykes for instance I don't think it works that well no. I think Adams leading the line and people like Christie or McGinn round about him you know playing three at the back allowing Robertson and probably it'll be Hickey or Patterson the other side to play almost like wingers I think that's probably going for it rather than a rigid two up front I don't think suits us at this particular time So I hope that's the case I think we get more success when John McGinn plays Close to the striker I think then you could You know have a choice of who else plays If that's Christie or or someone else In behind But I think we've got the players I think we, we, we've certainly got the players to beat Cyprus Whether it's uh, the big score lines That we used to see as I say 10-15 years ago I don't think it will be but I think we'll win comfortably And I'll give us confidence Going into the Spain game Then that is the, the tricky one Who do you What formation do you play after that Do you go defensive Ten Do you go for line. it again Yeah who knows I, th- I think he'll go with one up top I, I like I, I, I think when Dykes is on for him uh, With Adams I think they're a threat But He's not had a lot of game time uh, Adams is banging for him He'll definitely start I think they'll go with the back three. Obviously, Josh was down spying and told us that mm-hmm. today. Um, we had we had changed. We had reverted to a back four recently, though. Yeah, but I think we personally might go with the three, the four, the two, and then the one up. So three centre backs. He picking. Is this another attempt to go back what we used to do and get Kieran Tierney? Uh, and Andy but, well, my, my three centre backs would probably be Hanley, Tierney, and probably McTominay, Portis. Uh, depends who's got to play Dominic with Mag- It Depends who's got No I don't think so it Depends who's got to play in with McGregor In the middle of the part Him and Gilmore I think make a good partnership But he's not had a lot of game time Ryan Jack Ryan Jack I think's mm. been excellent uh, lately Or Scott McTominay yeah, I'd put so McTominay in there With McGregor And who would you play at the back? Portis eh, Portis Yeah there's a, there's a But I think the formation I don't think we'll go with the two up mm. top I think we'll go three, yeah. four And I think we'll go with McGinn and one side and someone else like like he done last time. That was Armstrong, I think he played, and then played Dykes up. I think he'll play Adams up there. He'll go three, four, the two supporting his loan side. Add these up. That's that that's make up 10, 11, 15 yeah. players. 10, 10, 10, ten plus three goalkeepers, thirty. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean Andy puts the 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 glass half full approach, which is which is great, you know, because the, the, there is a reason that, that Norway are seeded where they are, you know that. Previous results and so on, but they you also need to respect that when Serbia beat uh, Norway to get to us and then we knocked them out. I mean, Haaland's now what two, three years, uh, yeah. two and a half years on in his career than he was then. Yeah, Odegaard's probably at the, the peak of his powers right yep. now. So it's, yeah. it's so gonna, a couple it's outstanding players and in the forward areas. Now we we've spoke about teams before on the international scene. Look at Wales, an ordinary side. <clears throat> With a couple of superstars And look where that took them I think Norway Are better than that I think They've got superstars That are even better than What Wales had In, in Haaland They have got mm. The number one striker In the world probably At and this I'm, minute Because I must admit you, you talk about that Sharp end of the pitch I've got No doubt I'll, 
I can be biased when it comes to national team I feel like we are in squad depth and strength In a much better place than Republic of Ireland are Just as an example, right? Mm. I know they beat us in the summer And we got our own back in one of the recent fixtures at Hamden I think when you go through the squad It feels like our team is, is much stronger on paper But I've got a bit of jealousy there when I see Evan Ferguson, Brighton, 18 Striker, out and out striker 18 years of age Brilliant. Playing for an English Premier League club Coming through and, and, and scoring, didn't he? For, yeah. for, for the Republic of Ireland it just feels like that's an area where you could just be doing with with even more. When when are we going to when are we going to bring one through? Because even the two that we've got and we're thankful for them, mm. we um we I called them up a I, bit I later on. I can't even off the top of my head think of one that's got to come through. Young strikers, Scottish, coming through the academies, getting first team experience. Very little. I'm I'm the same. I I can't really think. You know, guys like Shankland who have been around the the houses before and hitting purple patches. Yeah, okay, we've got that, but somebody that really comes through and really grabs your attention. I can't remember one for a long time at that top end of the mm. pitch. Yeah, tough one. Thank you to Andy, 01419511025. Andy's nice and optimistic. I hope he's right. Uh, we'll take more of your calls next. Taking your calls on Scottish football, 01419511025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here, 01419511025, or something I want to crack on with very quickly. So I'm going to read your teaser out. Yeah. Don't waste my time giving me answers or anything. We'll okay. do it between now and the end of the show. But your question tonight from Stephen is Can you name seven players that Steve Clark has capped once? For Scotland There are seven players That Steve Clark Has capped Once One solitary Time Okay mm-hmm. So you can Have your thinking Caps on for the next Half an hour or so And we'll get the answers later Stephen Has sent that into Full time At Clyde1.com I want to quickly Turn attention away from Scotland for now Because something that Caught my eye We're always quick to point out Bad news stories In Scottish football So it seems only fair uh, to give a bit of respect to this I don't know if you've seen it today You'll remember last week Lots of talk about The Scottish Cup semi-finals The price of the tickets The kick-off times The venue All that sort of stuff uh, Falkirk announced today A terrific initiative Which is going to see 500 fans Offered return bus travel to Hamden At just a fiver For adults And free for under 12s Really good Really Thanks worth you. congratulating So with that in mind um, We've got Jamie Swinney Who is the CEO of Falkirk on the line Jamie, again, congratulations sort of on, on the good idea Give us a bit of the, the thinking behind it yeah, uh, First of all, just obviously um, Good evening gents and, and thanks for having us on Pleasure. And, and this opportunity to talk about it So I think I think it was obviously a challenge When it comes to the semi-final uh, pricing It has to be, it has to be uh, equal across the board And the Scottish FA have, have got a challenge of, of having a uh, they need to take all factors into consideration, including the demand for the other semi-final, which could could probably sell out several times over, even at a higher price, and you know previous ticket prices, etc. So it's a difficult one, and and, and therefore the prices that that, that are set are or reflect all these various factors. From our point of view, we feel the ticket prices are quite excessive, and it's a it's a challenge for some supporters, I think, to to afford that. I mean, our, our you know, normal ticket price is eighteen pound. So even even if you go to the the, the cheapest adult price, it's twenty eight pound. But there's obviously a thirty eight pound price in there as well. So we just wanted to try and do something that would mitigate that for, especially for those that are that are maybe struggling. We don't want people not being able to go to the game because it's unaffordable. So we felt one thing we might be able to do is provide some 
you know, pretty pretty affordable travel. Um, put a free breakfast in there as well, and let under under pails go free, just to try and get as many. Falkirk fans to the National Stadium as possible as we make a return to Hamden. Yeah, brilliant, great idea certainly. Talk, how difficult was it from a Falkirk perspective, Jamie? Because I'm sure you, you you'll have heard you know so many people from the outside have, have got a view on it. But you, I'm sure, wanted the semi-final priced at an appropriate level for your fans and for the fans of Inverness, and something that would you know reflect good value for that product. But as we explained that last week, you know the. The ticket sales from the the two semi-finals It does get split between the four clubs So obviously Good money raised on the semi-final Between Rangers and Celtic You know Can benefit you as well So how how difficult was that balance for you to strike? It is difficult And and, and I'm sure if ourselves and Vaness Were were able to We would have have selected a a lower price For our our ticket For our semi-final But as you say you're, You're in with 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 two two you know the two biggest clubs in the country who who will sell who will sell out and the pot is the pot is split equally, so there is only so much that, that you can do in these situations and and, and you know, as it as it happens we, we we have to listen to the Scottish FA and their reason for the price and we have to listen to all the clubs and it just probably put us in a position where we felt it was a little bit higher and ourselves in Vanessa are obviously playing at a, a lower level so the ticket price supporters are used to paying is, is significantly lower. On a week in week out basis as well, whereas Celtic and Rangers fans are probably more likely or, or from maybe more used to paying thirty odd pound a ticket. You, know, you you don't get that in the Championship in League One. You know, so it's I think from our point of view, it just makes it a little bit of a challenge, and we we, we just don't want Falkirk fans feeling they can't get there. If you're a family of four, I think it's about eighty two pound the cheapest that you can get there for t- from a ticket point of view. So we're thinking if you've also got train train journeys of ten or fifteen pound ahead, uh, bus on top of that, I think that becomes really quite unaffordable. So if it's five pound and three for under twelves, at least um, your your return trip to Hamden can, can can be for as little as a tenner if you come on yeah. one of our buses. Definitely, definitely seems like a a good way to try and. And help again, Jamie. Like you'll know better than than most. Everyone's got an opinion on everything in Scottish football. There, there were people who, on your behalf, on Falkirk fans' behalf, were calling up this show last week and saying that that will get a small crowd. Why not play it at Tynecastle? Why not play it somewhere else? You know, why does it need to be Hamden? Did that sort of stuff annoy you? Was it ever part of the the discussion? I think it's certainly a part of the discussion. Um, I think if you ask, I think you need to ask the players. If you ask the players, I think I think just about every single player in Vanessa Falkirk are saying play at Hampden. Um, it's not something that, that, that players do all the time. It's not something that some of them might be, it might be the first time, it might be their only time that they ever get the opportunity to play at a national semi-final at Hampden. So I think the players would always select that. And, and, and even even those supporters would, would maybe like a, a Tyne Castle for a better atmosphere. I think a lot of supporters also want the opportunity to go to the national stadium. So... While while we are, while you can understand um, to a certain point you know, um, the, the potential for moving it, I actually think that if you ask players in particular, they would they would always pick to, to play at the national stadium. And, and where are we with tickets? I know it's, is it relatively early? Are things ticking along nicely? Forgive me for not I've not quite been able to keep on top of release dates and that sort of thing. Yeah, so we don't have them yet. Scottish FA expect yeah. um, us to have them on Monday or Tuesday next week. So we'll we'll have them on sale probably by the middle the middle of next week. So yeah, we're we're hoping to. I, I think I think the, I think we'll have a very very positive update. The, the supporters have been through a 
a difficult five or six years at Falkirk, so it's a, it's a real opportunity to have something to look forward to, and I'm sure we'll take some really, really good numbers to hand in. Yeah, like I mean, footballing wise, I think it's it's obvious the the incentive. It's incredible. You, you know, one game away from Hamden, uh, one game away from the final. Sorry, talking about two games away from guaranteed, you know, group stage football. That's obviously there's a bit of work to be done there, but getting to this stage. The financial pot that you mentioned You also mentioned the, the times that Falkirk As a club and a fan base have been through Just how helpful is it to get to this stage? It is massive I think I think John I think John McLean said after the game and Which was a great night at the football club It is a bit of a dream come true for us We've had a difficult, real difficult period And, and we are a club that's, that's on the way back up now We are definitely starting to, to, to make the progress That we believe will get the club back to the Championship And, and hopefully um, eventually back to the Premiership But we didn't expect for one minute To be playing a, a, a semi-final at, at this stage So it's huge from everything I think it's huge for the fans Who, who really deserve that their loyalty has been Tremendous over the, over the, the last number of years, despite the difficult seasons, and it's, it's great for the club overall. Everybody connected, so we are we are, we are really really excited about that. And and, and as you say, you're, you're one potentially one you're one game away from from a final, which is absolutely massive. Um, and and we have been asked to complete our European license along with all four clubs that are in the semi final. You have to submit it before, before the semi final, so we will have our license. A pl- yeah, an application for our license and before we take to the field against Inverness, Inverness will we'll have the same. So that, was that was that quite a surreal form to fill out, or however it, it works. Yeah, well, we're still in the middle of doing it. It's, it's not quite complete yet. So yeah, yes, it's certainly something we didn't we didn't expect, and uh, it's a nice headache to have. Absolutely, and and uh, the greatest achievement of all, Gordon, is Falkirk beat Air, and because you're selfish, mm. you couldn't stand to see Air reach a final and surpass what you achieved at no, the club. So no, that's really the big story. No, at here. all. I'll just say honestly, I thought the be- I watched the game. It wasn't the Friday. I watched it on the Monday. Uh, the best team won. I thought John McGlynn. I know John very well. Lovely, lovely guy. I signed his assistant manager, Paul Smith, for Air. So I've got a good connection there, and I wish them all the best. And the semi-final Now brilliant Well done Jamie Thanks well done on that initiative Thanks for joining us To explain it all tonight Thanks very much Have a good night And you Mm. Thank you very much That was Jamie Swinney Who's the CEO of Falkirk And like I said Just wanted to shine a light Quickly on A bit of a nice initiative Things we sometimes Don't highlight enough So you can get 500 Falkirk fans Are offered Return bus travel To Hamden A fiver for adults Free for under 12s Just to try and help Because they acknowledge Mark It's expensive Yeah but like we said There's that knock on They then make money From the Celtic and Rangers Tickets um, it's, And that's the way it has to be. It's the club in touch With our supporter base And realising what's going on In the world just now So it's a great initiative Jamie Formerly Stenhouse Muir He's not mm-hmm. um, He's not afraid To make initiatives Like this Where he touches base With the community he had some good stuff Going on during Covid as well So Good on him And it'll go a long way To the Falkirk fans Making the trip yeah. to Hamden I was going to tell him That you said All the players wouldn't want To play at Hamden though Yeah Well he's not done a poll All the players he says He would think that all right, the players yeah. So yeah. T- unless he goes mm. to All the Inverness players And all the Falkirk Can players And come back to tracking. Me. 100% I said that You want to go to Hamden You want to walk out that tunnel You want to feel you that atmosphere you you know, And you also I didn't want to pull you up You also <laughs> Said they're the best team Went through Falkirk Vier You're yeah. a liar You told me That air Air threw it away No, no, no. actually Jamie's still on the line let me No no, no. <laughs> uh, Early on I thought Air started Well got a goal And it should have Probably been 2-0 up But well done to Falkirk <laughs> The best team won Best team won <laughs>
I know, I know they you know, I don't know if it breaks like professional code or whatever, but I quite like to expose the conversations that we have at the break because it gives us great content for actually on air. Um, conversation. There are lots of conversations we have that sum you up, right? But I don't think many more than what we just had before we spoke to Jamie because we were just commenting on Italy playing England tonight. Yeah, and we were looking at the teams and so on. We were mentioning where the game was. We were saying it's in Naples, yeah. and Gordon Dale was complaining that the pizzas in Naples were rubbish. <laughs> Mark Wilson, the type of guy he is. Well, Honestly, well, just on, uncultured, uncouth. Hold just... on a minute. I arrived in Naples. They have got a big reputation of the best pizzas in the world. That's where well, that's where they were invented. That's uh-huh. where they came from, right? I sat down at my table. I was all excited. Pineapple ham. Cheese and pineapple and ham come over sizzling hot rubbish. Well, exactly, but exactly. There's your. That's you. That's the problem because clearly, in, pineapple in, in the and home ham. of pizza, yeah, pineapple is sacrilege. It does not belong on the Italian <laughs> well, pizza. You tell the people from Naples. I am. That's the tell them people from Hawaii. <laughs> it's them. <laughs> it's them who refuse to serve you the pineapple. That's the issue that yeah, you're raising. I wonder here. why they were all looking that does, over that in does the cafe. Up, doesn't it? By the way, I know. Oh, yeah, Brit abroad. Yeah, exactly. Brit abroad. He's pineapple and I, gammon steak and It chips. was a warm day, so I had to have a wee bit fruit on my pizza. I, I tell a lot of people out there love a wee ham and pineapple and cheese pizza. Rubbish, right? I don't. And I, do not go to Naples. Just eat phone. Just eat or another delivery. Company. Good fellas. <laughs> Good fellas. Frozen one. Pizza hot day, A better one. I hear the world-renowned <laughs> Naples pizza industry oh. is crushed tonight. A famous <laughs> restaurant critic Gordon Dale uh, not happy with the standard I, 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 of. The, the pizza was poor oh, I, I, I just refuse to believe that the, uh, the full experience was very poor Honestly And the, the chips <laughs> I, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't believe the chips You didn't double dip them in the I fryer was for hoping, you I was hoping for better french fries Let me tell you I, that does, I, doesn't That's it? why he doesn't Some go holiday. in a nutshell well, He says he doesn't like to travel And that's why He doesn't mm. fit in with the, the locals Stands out like a sore thumb Yeah Well I went to Pompeii I'll enjoy that <laughs> I bet you did. I did. I got. I went. I was a what worst interesting artifacts in Pompeii. The worst experience of my life. Fixing me your Falling lifestyle. Falling somebody with a sign, right? I was. Like, oh, you, oh, you did know. Uh, yeah. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> this way. I can't. <laughs> Everybody, keep up. I can't think of anyone. Up, I can't think of anyone I know that would be less suited to that experience. I, I've got to. I've Imagine got to experience. say that was the worst. Probably two hours of my life. Right? It was. Horrendous I was desperate to go flag. back And get my leftover pizza It was that bad It was shocking This way Yes everybody Keep up at the back Ah oh, Terrible ter- That was me You stick to golf courses Didn't even see Frankie Howard Anyway uh, Yes <laughs> Italy England and Naples tonight There we go That's how it That's, that's where that conversation went And uh yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> but, but, we need any answers. Yeah, back to loosely related football news. Your teaser tonight, Brophy. Um, Stephen wants to know if you can name the seven players that Steve Clark um, gave their one and only cap to. So probably maybe I've worded that subtly different. So they are they are one cap wonders as well. Mm. It's not just that Steve Clark has only given them one cap. Does that make sense? Do you see right. the, the distinction? Brophy. Eamon Brophy Yeah start us off Kick us off I think so Yeah 100% Yeah One cap Lock it in Lock it in It's Lock a good it shout in. Is it good? Gordon it Gordon has been a bit silent Because no, that, that looks like it's Is it on uh, the yeah, list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No no yeah. he's checking He's checking <laughs> no, it, is. it was the Cyprus game It was what? his first uh, Steve Clark's first game There you go Stuart Finlay 
Oh, what a shout! We're going down I the think he, the road. Did he score against? Uh, Yes, San Marino he scored uh, the, the game. What a the game in the rain. Oh, the rain was horrendous. <laughs> that was horrid, wasn't it? I was waiting on famous night for Scotland getting done out of a 6 5 nil, whatever it was, because the rain came yeah. on with 10 you, minutes to You go. know, I always ask you the goalkeeper in there. Uh, you tell me, Rangers McLaughlin. No, no. Uh, what about Hamlin? Yes, Paul Hamlin. Well done. We'll get the rest of the answers. And if you want to call in, you can, and we'll try and speak to you next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson both here on 0141-951-1025. We can try and squeeze um, more calls in if you so desire. How are you two faring on this teaser? Now, if you've never heard it before, I always say the same. It's pretty straightforward. The aim of the game on the full-time teaser is how you give the questions to the pundits and they try and answer it. It's quite a good... A bit of fun at the end of the, the show To keep them on their toes So Stephen has sent this one in For you to name Seven One cap wonders For Scotland But it was Stevie Clark That gave them their one cap Paul Hanlon Eamon Brophy And Stuart Finlay mm. That's what you've given me so far We've got three Three to get Is that right? Seven no, um, four, four to get Four? Mm. I'm struggling here Portis Yes Against Ukraine well done and did Ferguson's very well. got more in it. Yeah he's got way more than that Right That's what I said He's got more um, I'll tell you what once Really surprised me It's funny how quickly You can rack up Scotland caps Sorry Mark Wilson Not mm, in, in everyone's that's, case That's um, quite difficult Matthew sent me one in And said um, Ralston got one cap Or did he get a second one And I thought Oh that's quite good I look, Anthony Ralston's got six Six caps I was amazed at that Yeah Racked him up very quickly What are you shaking your head at Just how I've been Absolutely done so hard being you I know I like Ralston Ralston's a good player anyway. Deserves more than six Anymore um, So Hanlon, Brophy, Finlay, Porteous Are they from down south? Can you be clear? I'm struggling already <laughs> This is a hard one um, I, I feel like you've thrown me Off the, with the Naples to story Is there a left back in there? No oh, No, no. Centre forward must be Always There is One of them is still in our Scottish Premiership and two of them used to be, but have since gone down south. Okay. Nice one. Yeah. Um, I've got a tweet in here, so like serious heads on for a minute because. Barry Mackay? To... No. Um, wanted to mention Gordon today is the is the anniversary twenty eight years. Did we did we say from the sad passing of of Davy Cooper? I know mm. was someone that you were. Um, Particularly close with So remarkable To think that it's It's that long uh, Already And McSoonis Has sent me a tweet here Because this uh, This does um, Read its head Every now and then But it's a, an article um, Super focus article With Davy Cooper Of Rangers And um, someone shared it today Because it's Like I say It's the anniversary And uh, apparently He's asked It's you know, typical Like what's your favourite Favourite actor Favourite holiday Best film uh, That you've seen And um a player for the future And you're going to be devastated <laughs> oh, To hear the answer He recognised oh, talent yeah. uh -huh. No genuinely uh, yeah. He recognised the talent and Coming from a guy With his ability No wonder I'm big headed Yeah No it's not you <sighs> Was it not? No <laughs> nah, it's, it's, it's. Yeah a player for the future Gordon DL Young Ranger striker He tipped him What did think, it all go wrong? I think to be fair to Coop That's because I used to travel with David David didn't drive uh, Until later on <laughs> And I used to be his chauffeur But 
a, a fantastic guy, a fantastic player. One of, one of the most gifted footballers I've ever had the privilege to see. D- does this, did some of these answers sum, sum up the character? I love some of these, right, for this, the simplicity, right? So, um, favourite newspaper, Rangers News. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the Blue for Favourite other team, Rangers, Rangers Reserves. Reserves. <laughs> favourite hero of childhood, football hero of childhood. None <laughs> is, that, is that just about uh, Yeah right? it was Coop uh, uh, Every morning He would walk in The corridors And people would say Morning Coop And his answer was always What's good about it Right That's what he used to say What's good about it And uh, they called him The Moody Blue But honestly See away from Like say the train now, He was one of the nicest guys I'll, I would ever have the privilege To meet And I, I tell you I go back to his football And talent I used to go on that Training ground with him And thought He's playing a different game for me. He was sensational. Yeah, my, I'll, I'll get back to my first just quickly. The greatest bit play Celtic, Celtic Park 18, still get the acne, still get the feather cut, out a go with my shorts on. Plaster on the arm. Plaster on the arm, bit excited. Places jumping. It was old Celtic Park jumping, 18 years of age. And I ran up to Coop and I said to him, Listen, I'm really struggling here. What am I going to do? And he was tuned, tuned him, never forget. Just looked at me and went, just run, I'll find you. I thought that's great advice. That's my strength. Twenty years, incredible. Uh, anyway, here you are. You've got your your recognition in print forever. Yeah, super focus. Fantastic guy. Sadly missed. So thanks for sending me that. And I have seen it before, but it always makes me laugh every time I see it. Just um, there you go. Uh, ridiculous. One of the greats recognising. <laughs> Can see the mood, his mood rubbed off yeah. on you in the car journeys because <laughs> that's what people say about you in the corridors oh, here when no, you walk in. I can just imagine you two moaning about the pizzas in Naples. Yeah. Do you know the worst when we go down these roads? It is my fault because I brought it up. But, I mean, Mark and Mary Hill phoned and I thought, I wonder right, what's, his, um, what's his point here? Does he want to take tip Angus Gunner Xander Clark to start for Scotland been in Naples, isn't uh, just to say that spicy chicken pizza is to die for that that was his point and in it's, Naples and it's in ta- I don't even know it's just generally just delighted spicy just chicken just, <laughs> no, no um, producer Scott's just buzzed me no just, just generally that was it that's all I, I wanted to say any pizza to just t- good to know you, mate that's good but, but my, my by story, the way he's right it is my, good my, story, my, my thing is not about a pizza it's where they were made they're famous they're supposed to be the best in the world I know, right? Well, Cheese, I think ham, and pineapple did not. What other pizza make... do you like? <coughs> Spicy chicken. <laughs> so you did. <laughs> During some of the late shows that we were in here, you'd like, always uh, tear into a spicy uh, chicken, uh, wouldn't you? Spicy chicken, but yeah. not from Naples. Uh, bit of a disappointing end then. Three, two in the end for Scotland's twenty ones against Sweden. They're not in a particularly three two. Yeah, not in a particularly. Um, Good run Is it two wins in 12 Or something like that And granted it's It's dual pronged That isn't it You're trying to Trying to create players For the future you Yeah know? And then another At another time I mean Billy Gilmore's Probably still young enough I think to play 21s Ben Doak Had his concussion Couldn't play You know guys like Calvin Ramsey Could probably still Go in there And, and others but It's a hard one The 21s game I mean I loved playing 21s football and I played with some right good players and the team before me had a really good squad but my team was particularly poor we always came undone but you always get the, the feeling that some players that were playing every week didn't give it the full attention it, des- it deserved and often would drop out but then would be called up for the full squad they were there right away so I wonder if it's kind of like that just now but I think it's a, a useful stepping stone 
to full international football I assume we're getting beat but game against Wales on Sunday to come um, yeah for, now the graphic because the game has been live streamed and I was keeping an eye on it and the graphic I saw was definitely 3-2 um, but the Sc- finish, Scotland yeah. Twitter account haven't updated that yet and still yeah it is 3-2 there we are um, a late consolation uh, Lewis Fiorini has added a late consolation and it's all over 3-2 so hopefully not a sign of things to come I've got the, over the I, weekend I've got I'm pleased to say I've got the Premier League player Oh, on the teaser? Yeah I suppose we could do that Now to finish off We're looking for seven players Seven one-cap wonders for Scotland mm. And it was Steve Clark That gave the one-cap So you've done okay actually You've got Paul Hanlon Eamon Brophy Stuart Finlay And Ryan Porteous So certainly Porteous in the driving seat To add more to that This is A, lot of, go. Pe- a lot of people out there, Mark Doubt me When I say I, My loyalty lies with the well Motherwell And he plays it's with It's not Kevin Van Veen Campbell play, Or Bevis Mugabe He plays with Motherwell Alan Campbell He doesn't a, play with Motherwell he's oh, a, Sorry he, he used to Right He's a bro- brother of Super John McGinn <laughs> right, okay. Am I correct? You are correct Yes Never well doubt you well Yes By the way is Alan Campbell in there? Alan Campbell <laughs> <laughs> Well done uh, I was trying to throw you the off there. The scent Oh brilliant Ah there One you get Great uh-huh. teamwork And the one that you've got to get it's the hardest He's been mentioned tonight Oh I did it deliberately Just to see Because you're usually good at that If I say a name You start wondering Is that is that on the teaser He's been mentioned and tonight And I've absolutely done you both Because it wasn't even that long ago uh, Who's uh, mentioned tonight? McNulty Sorry? Mark no. McNulty No No no, I mentioned. I think I said something about him to you in the break. Oh, in the no, break, no, no, no. Aye. I've mentioned this guy on air moments ago. Oh no! Oh, no. I thought so so the boy beat the pundit as well. Done you in this one? Is uh, he still playing in Scotland? No, he's England, down in England, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And he pl- his one cap came in the most recent game that Scotland's men's team played. Turkey away, that friendly, great John McGinn goal got beat. We don't mention that bit. Right, hold on. Who I was honestly playing? mentioned them two minutes ago. Dykes Armstrong. No, I did, did I mention any of them two minutes ago? No, I'm trying. No. I'm, I'm working out the team. Hold That's on. That's awful. We've not got it. It's a fullback. The music's it? ending. Former Aberdeen, Ramsey. Ramsey. Uh, nah. When did you? You didn't you mention him? Yes, he mentioned when he was twenty-one. Said he could play. Uh. Calvin Ramsey. Thank you, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. The Naples Tourist Board have been on. They're not happy with you, so you need to go in hiding for the next few days. And we are back tomorrow. Match day minus one. They call it in UEFA speak because Scotland play Cyprus on Saturday. So why not bring in Kenny Miller and Hugh Evans? Sixty-nine Scotland caps between them, and one of them scored a game against Cyprus as well. Honestly, what a duo! And Callum Gallagher is up next.